Welcome to episode 30 of the Momster Squad with your hosts, Becky, Jen, and Abby, where us real, down-to-earth, and sometimes raunchy moms talk about our lives. So get ready to reach into your inner momster and take this journey with us. Hello, listeners and ladies. Hello. How was everyone's week? Oh, it's been a week. (laughs) I can probably... I could probably give a little uh, as well. Not like Abby's, huh? <laughs> um, and what did you say, Jen? It was been it's been busy. Busy. Okay. Well, on that note, I would like to start off um just backtracking to episode twenty-nine for a moment, uh, where we talked about funny laws in the USA. Those of you that have listened, um Heard a lot of interesting things, and it gave us definitely a lot of commentary. But what I want to know, Abby and Jen, I guess we should mostly start with Jen, because she named her alligator Henry, right? And then I named the, you know, imaginary dog, what, Bruno? Right? And then, um, of course, we had Dominic the donkey, the reindeer crossing, we didn't give the deer a name, but I think it's safe to say that they were probably like Santa's crew, you know, <laughs> Donner and Blitzen and vodka and tequila. Um, but what I really want to know is when we got to whatever state it was that Jen had mentioned something about a camel. I think Abby and I might have laughed about something else that is oh. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not sure if we did. I don't recall. Probably. But what I what I want to know is why didn't we say Mike, 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 Mike? Hump day. We didn't give the poor camel a name. Well, because it technically wasn't hump day. No, we were recording on a Tuesday and dropped on a Thursday, so that's probably why it didn't come to my fucked up brain. <laughs> because. Uh, if it weren't for the gutter, my mind would be homeless. <laughs> um, all right. So before we start mom stories, uh, I actually feel that Jen and I and Abby can join in on this as well. Uh, but Jen and I are tighter on this because of our daughters in age and so on. So I want to start with our own personal mom story that just happened this week. And it's in regard to the tooth fairy. Um, I know that we have spoken of Easter bunnies and Santas and tooth fairies, and there's probably going to be a lot of info that we may uh, repeat same exact stories and or bounce off of it again. I think in this case, I don't believe we're repeating, Uh, but my daughter on the 9th, which was what, Monday? No. Yes. 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 Okay. So on the 9th, she officially (laughs) lost her seventh baby tooth, come home from school with it and a little packet from the nurse's office with a sticker. I lost my tooth. And um, so, of course, had to prepare for the tooth fairy. What you guys don't know is that um, that little kid of mine, I, you know, read her a bedtime story. I put her to bed. And I was watching, you know, where she's putting her little tooth fairy pillow under her pillow. So it can be a quick grab. I'm in and out and done. Mm -hmm. And uh, John's like, would you like me to go in and get it? And I'm like, you didn't see exactly where she placed it under 
her pillow. So I kind of like showed with my hands so he could do a quick reach. Well, he's in there and in there and in there. And I'm peeking around the corner and he's he picked her like straight up her head off the pillow, move the pillow. I'm like, abort, abort. Um, so he comes out, he's like, I can't feel it. And I'm like, don't, why do I send a man to do a woman's job? I go in, I can't find the fucking thing. And I'm like, how am I gonna leave her something without the tooth? The tooth has to be removed. This was her test to see if it's real. Well, probably. And thank God she was exhausted. Um, because she also started to move when I was in there. Because I kind of tilted her head a little bit with her, with her head still on the pillow. And she started to turn and I picked up her comforter and like stuck it in between her face and mine. So that, <laughs> so that my face was hidden at best. She might have been able to see like my fingertips. God. Anyway, as I was putting the comforter down, peeking over to see if her eyes were open and trying. I was like, this is it. No more tooth fairy. No more magic. She put the little tooth fairy pillow on her effing headboard, which is only about maybe an inch and a half, two inch. You know, it's not like a shelf. Yeah. And she balanced that shit up there. And I'm like, oh, so I grabbed it. And I and of course, the um, she has that. What is the type of flooring that has the sticky stuff? So it's not like hardwood floors, but it's like that fake. Vinyl? Vinyl, yes. Thank you. I think we did talk about that before as well. And some of the sticky stuff didn't stick completely in spots. So when you walk, it's... And I'm like, we've already moved her and uncovered her and rolled her head around. She's going to wake up. Very lucky. Ugh. Well, getting to the point where this includes Jennifer is that... um, So... Braden's tooth fairy left her $2 and it was wrapped around this uh, little tiny lip gloss alien looking thing that fit in this really small pocket of the tooth fairy pillow. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and there was actually another gift under her pillow that she didn't see till last night mm-hmm. and we wouldn't let her open it because it was bedtime. So she'll play with it when she comes home today. Uh, but that's, Kind of besides the point, but not really. Um, so Brayden takes off to school and then comes home. And Jen and Chris and I were standing in the yard, my yard, waiting for them to get off the bus. I actually bought Jennifer. I slept in it last night. You did? Does it fit good? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Comfy. I've been eyeing this deep rail. Uh, I've been. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> She's got a thing with frogs. Okay. Um. That is a, a resemblance. That's not my the right uncle. word. Yeah. Well, it, my uncle passed away back in 2020, and I was told, like, he appears as a frog and is annoying, which makes perfect sense because my uncle was always annoying and, like, instigating and, like, poking you. And so it just made real sense. So ever since 2020 and that I was told that it's every time I see a frog or whatever, I always have to get it. Yeah, like it reminds her of her uncle. Uh, Like people say when they see cardinals, it's a loved one, you know, visiting you. Well, Mm -hmm. Jennifer sees frogs and (laughs) talks to her uncle. Uh, So on my morning walks in the window of this one shop, there was a nightgown that had a frog on it, pink nightgown, and 
it said toad, T-O-A-D, totally tired. Mm-hmm. And I, I smiled immediately and I was like, that would be perfect for Jen. And I must have walked past it. They put it out before Christmas. I think it's actually like their Valentine's line. I got it last week, and I and they gift wrapped it for me there. Oh, that's um, nice. And so I was gonna wait and give it to her for Valentine's Day, which I don't normally give Jennifer or you or any. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I mean, you guys know how I am. Like I see something. She did, she did say when she handed it to me, she goes. I was going to give it to you for Valentine's Day, but I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. And I can't believe how much money I spent on a flipping nightgown. I don't do that. I know. $29.99. Wow. Right. That's a lot. I'm, <laughs> I can't. You better you wait. You sat every single day. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So we're standing outside. The girls get off the bus. We're back to the tooth thing now, by the way, everyone. <laughs> And, you know, we're still talking as adults. Jacqueline and Braden are talking. And I don't know if we mentioned on the podcast that one of Jacqueline's baby teeth. Oh, um, yeah, no. So her um, her top front tooth, she has one that was already an adult tooth. Well, the other one was super wiggly, super wiggly. And her adult tooth actually started growing in front of the baby tooth. Mikey had the same thing, and recently he lost the baby baby tooth that was behind All it. this time later? Yeah. And I told him, like, just yank it out. Yeah. And he didn't, so I was like, whatever. And then he finally did, and he was, like, trying to give me the tooth. I said, grow it out. And he's like, I'm not going to get money. I said, <laughs> do you believe in the tooth fairy? <laughs> like, that's kind of how it works. So, um... She, she initially, I don't know if she so much pushed it back in, but she wouldn't wiggle it and whatever. And you from told her, me she pushed it I, back in. I thought that, but then she was, she's like, I don't know why you and Aunt Becky keep saying I pushed it back in. She's like, I didn't. She's like, it when she eats, it was pushing it back in. That and because, makes sense. Because yeah. the adult tooth was growing in, it was like being pushed up and it was super... It was it was up there, <laughs> like it. You could barely see it. And yeah, I've been watching through. Yeah, the time so period. and like it would always, and it would after eating be up higher yeah. than before. Well, um, so but back to yeah. So anyway, you know, I said something to Jacqueline. Um, I was, Brayden was uh, showing Jennifer the lip gloss. And I was like, yeah. You, were, you said, did you show them what the tooth fairy got? Oh, you, okay. Is what you said. And so it's like. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, I, I said to Jacqueline, Jacqueline didn't say anything. And I was like, you know, I'm like, the tooth fairy can come for you, too, if you get rid of that baby tooth and quit shoving it back in your head. Mm-hmm. And I was like, be brave and or something along those lines. And I was like, pull it out. It doesn't belong there. They fall out for a reason. Yeah. Okay. We're going to stop that part of the story right there for a second and go backwards to when the girls first started losing their teeth. Jennifer and I had a conversation and I was basically warned by (laughs) Jennifer that the tooth fairy gives $5 for the first tooth and a dollar 
for every tooth after that. Nothing more, nothing less. That's it. And because they're friends. I'm pretty sure I did the same with Mikey. The first tooth was $5, and then after it was a dollar until he didn't believe anymore. And then I'm like, well, we just throw them out now. <laughs> um, as I have said before, I defy authority. And I think part of it is how I was raised. My mother left gifts for everything. Everything. Well, plus, she's your only child, which makes that, sense. That's true. So her first tooth, she got a 20 and a whole bunch of presents with it. Not <laughs> like a, <laughs> They were small presents, but and, and a card written from the tooth fairy and blah, blah, blah. And then I think the second one, I just did a buck and maybe the third... And then the fourth, I didn't do anything because they yanked it um, at the dentist office oh, during it. COVID mm. and wasn't, they oh, weren't going to give it to me. Why? Because it was COVID. And but it's her tooth. It came from her exactly. mouth. Exactly. They gave me a certificate in place of the tooth. I was, and I started crying. I would have been like, <laughs> they ended up You giving... legally can't take my daughter's tooth. <laughs> right. And it was wiggly. It's not like she needed it pulled. It was mm-hmm. wiggly, and she was at one of those stages where she That's didn't. weird. Yeah. So, anyway, I started crying, and I don't want Brayden to <laughs> know. Probably like a psycho mom crying <laughs> over a tooth. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what ends up happening? They I gave cry. you the tooth? Yes. Wait. But, but wait, there's more, as Jennifer's about to say. <laughs> I then went to two stores after the fact. What? And lost it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so Brayden, after all that exactly so Brayden didn't get anything because there was no tooth and then um see I, now I would have left a note saying I know you lost your tooth so here's a dollar I and, don't remember maybe I gave her something I know that yeah because it was your fault that you fairy. lost the tooth did she know you had the tooth she wasn't mad yes because I okay. took a picture of her she asked me if I had left it in the original place I had it, it wouldn't have gotten lost. But when we got in the car before you know what's leaving, funny is she finds it like a few years. Right. Like, what is this tiny rock? Oh, it's a tooth. It's in a plastic little baggie. Yeah, but your first initial thought will probably be like, why is there a little rock in a bag? <laughs> Forgetting cooking. <laughs> You'll be like, oh, I got a treat. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's just a tooth. <laughs> Anyway, I don't know. Fast forward, I think the last time, and definitely this time, I've given Braden little trinkets with the money. And so last night, I received a text from Jennifer. Do you want to read it? Were you yelling at her? I know. No, I was trying. Okay, that's why I put LOL. No, I know, I, I know, it. I know. I'm like, I don't want her to think I'm like, right here. get like pissed off. I just want to tell her. I was like, hey, can you tell Brayden to not show Jacqueline when the Tooth Fairy gives her gifts? Because Jacqueline now wants to know why her Tooth Fairy doesn't ever give her gifts. I explained they are different, but now she says she doesn't like her Tooth Fairy. (laughs) (laughs) So then I I said, said, oops, sorry. My mom always gave me little trinkets as a kid, so it's just kind of carried on. I'll tell her. Maybe you can tell Jacqueline she doesn't get gifts because she does things like push her tooth back in (laughs) or puts up a struggle to get it out. I don't know. I can buy her a little trinket the next time she loses a tooth. I have a stockpile for that kind of thing. As a matter of fact, there is another trinket in Bray's bed still that she hasn't found yet. 
Sorry again, that's the tough thing about Easter bunnies, Santa's elves, and tooth fairies, because also Braden's elf leaves her gifts and Jacqueline's elf doesn't. <laughs> it's like, what the hell's wrong? So, but in the meantime, yeah. Mom, Becky has sent that back to me. Jacqueline actually now, uh, one of the things that we may or may not have said, because we may or may not have been drinking, um, <laughs> Jacqueline, ever since her very first tooth, now, uh, she has lost eight teeth to mm-hmm. this day. So her very first tooth she lost for, oh my God, it was like a week. This tooth, I don't even know how, how it was still, it was hanging still on. in her mouth because it was a thread. Like that's, that's how. the same thing with the one they pulled at the dentist. I'm like, can you just give it a it. quick yank? Yeah, it was, I, and she would kick and scream she did not want this tooth to come out. And we're like, do you understand? Like, you'll get money. I'm going to say, you're going to eat it. And you're not going to get anything. <laughs> like, so, that's what's going to happen. So her second tooth was pretty much the same deal. It just, um, no, her second tooth actually fell out at school. It just, thank God, that was during they were on the masks. Playground or right, something, and right? that's when they had to still wear masks. Yeah, so it fell, it fell out, out into her mask. Oh, wow. Um, and then she kind of pretty much got better after that. But I think she she wouldn't play with them. She would just wait until they fell out. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, after seeing Brayden lose her tooth and everything last night, I said, Jacqueline, this tooth needs to come out or the dentist is going to have to pull it out. Which will be worse. And so so she put, I was actually really proud of her because it actually was pretty stuck still in there. Um, But she put her big girl panties on and I had, I had her like, like leaned back and I was like, lean back. What do you, uh, and my mind like, on my money and my money on my mind. Like I Sorry. had my arm wrapped around her head to hold her head still. And I sat there pushing on it. And because her adult tooth was in front of it, I couldn't like twist yeah, it. Yeah. So I, I sat there and it finally, and I was so worried about it like popping and then shooting down her throat. So I had like two fingers behind the tooth, like this poor kid. It was probably really funny to, like, watch. Mm-hmm. She's holding Summer's hand, so in case it hurt, which she did say it hurt, but she never, she had tears come down her face. But she wasn't but she fighting. wasn't fighting. She wasn't actually, like, crying. They they just were, she was crying, but she wasn't yeah. her normal cry. Yeah. So, and I, I, like, had felt it pop. I was like, oh, it's almost there, it's almost there. So I... I had to take my nail and get it up over to the top so I could yank it down. And it finally came out. And, yeah, so the Tooth Fairy came for her on Tuesday, the 10th. And, yeah, uh, yeah because Brayden's was the 9th. She lost hers the 9th, and Jacqueline lost hers on the 10th. Right, yeah. Right. And this was Jacqueline's 8th tooth. And um, she... Uh, so, Becky, then after all those messages, I messaged her. I was like, well, actually, I just got it out. I said, do you want to come over and look through my stuff? And I was <laughs> like, no, she doesn't need a gift. But I did, however, give her, two, or the Tooth Fairy gave her $2 this time because she was so brave and let me pull it out. So this morning. I was just going to say, what did she say this, this morning? This morning, she, um, I went and 
she was already dressed and everything. And she, we don't put it under her pillow. We have a You've little, said right, that, we yeah. have a little thing, and I put it right next to the door. So all I got to do is like open Except the door last and time real with quick. Chris going oh my in god, that's because times. she was awake. Right. Um. So you know, I made this switch or whatever. And so this morning, she was completely dressed and ready to go to school when I had come out of the bedroom. And I was down making sure Summer was awake because Monday, Summer was not awake. And at 7.15, when she's supposed to be walking out the door, I open her door and she's still sleeping. And I'm like, uh, Summer, <laughs> you're supposed to be walking to the bus right now. So um, I went to close Jacqueline's door and Jacqueline's like, wait, 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 did the tooth fairy come? And I was like, I don't know. Go look. I'm not looking. So she goes in there and she goes, oh, I think it's more than just a dollar. <laughs> and I was like, what? And she's like, because I fold it real tiny. And she takes it out and she's like, oh, it's two dollars. Well, and I was good. like, maybe she knew you were really brave. And that's why she gave you two dollars. So you had said to me throughout the text last night, and this was kind of what I wanted to ask our listeners, if anybody writes in for episode 35 mm-hmm. in regards to what we've discussed today, is have you had situations where your children, you know, this child gets, Has a it's the same friend. thing like we talked about with Santa. Yeah. Why did this kid get, kid get X amount and that's from Santa and it costs this much money and, you know, we've already been through all that. Mm-hmm. So Jennifer has um, had a really you've actually helped guide me quite a bit with some different things. Like I never thought about saying they have different tooth fairies. I thought the tooth fairy was the tooth fairy. And so, you know, well, if you, that's you what I kind of figured too, <laughs> but well, I don't know. Yeah. Have you ever seen the tooth fairy movie with the rock? Uh, not in its yeah, entirety. But that was but, a long time ago. Yeah, so it was a long remember. time ago. Although that might not be the movie I'm thinking of. No, there <laughs> is a movie, movie called The Guardians, and it's like a. Mikey used to love the Guardians of the Galaxy. No, no, just the Guardians, and it was like Jack Frost, the Easter Bunny, Santa, and it had the Tooth Fairy, and the mm-hmm. Tooth Fairy had little little Tooth Fairies that would go out. Because she was the main two. Now fairy. I'm gonna have to and put that on for movie like... night. And then she had the little two fairy. Mikey was obsessed with that movie when he was younger. I had to watch it every that single may night. May <laughs> actually be the movie I'm thinking of. But there was like different kids had different tooth fairies. Like they had a list of names of who they took care of. Yeah, it was so, like these little tooth fairies that would go out. Just so you listeners know, if you you know have been following us, you know kind of the ages of our children and our you know, living situation in our community and stuff. So we're not excluding Abby from this, but... Um, My kids are her, older, right. besides the Riker and the one in the womb. <laughs> <laughs> so she is not really a contributing factor her unless her kids blow the cover, which Abby has told her children multiple times, do not tell them. Um, and so far, so good. But, you know, I end up being a one-upper not on purpose and then I feel bad for it and I want to make up for it, you know. Um, but I did tell Brayden last night not to say oh, it's anything. called Rise of the Guardians. And I, I said to Brayden, Yeah, I'm gonna pull it up. What is it? Rise of the Guardians? Yeah. Guardians. It's a 2012 film. 2012. I just want to see if it looks 
Oh no, that's not it. This it's was, a really, it's a really cute movie. This I'm definitely was, gonna put that on probably tonight because it sounds interesting. But this was, um, it right. was like people, like real people. Um, that I'm thinking of. See now, I don't. I can't. It was so long ago. Like it, it probably it was, was like pre Jacqueline. But... Maybe even pre-Logan, like that well, one. Well, my question is, I just want to know, like, has has anybody else had the situation where, um, you know, obviously your kid engages with other kids, but have, and I, I know we're not the only two people that have our best friends and have children Basically, that close what Becky age. is trying to Thank say you. is, do any of you listeners uh, and your best friend do what, like, what Becky and I do or have an agreement where maybe, you know, this is like the tooth fairy. I have $5 for the first tooth and a dollar after that, like an understanding, I guess. And, but then you have the best friend that doesn't understand (laughs) (laughs) and screws it all up. I try. So far I'm on board with the chore thing. Jennifer has told me and Abby Abby, uh, you say it too every time we talk to Abby and say, "Don't tell our kids." Only because you said it first, so I t- I took a lesson from Jen because <laughs> I don't want to pay, but and I, I haven't paid so far. But our plan this spring slash summer. Now, now we're talking we about do, chores, listeners. If we didn't get that, yeah, far. <laughs> we uh, we went off to something else. We do. And hang on, there. We'll get to the mob stories too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so spring and summer. Um, we do plan on teaching Mikey how to mow the lawn, and we discussed with him we're going to show him how to do it properly first because I don't want him cutting a foot off or something like that. Um, and then, like, other harder char- harder chores, um, it's like, you know... Where's me lucky germs? Yeah. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I am Irish. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, it's not like you have to do these chores. But if you decide to, there will be an I'm not gonna incentive. Say that. Yes, because I was like, you're going to fuck me up on that one. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, she brought me to the Pacific Ocean earlier <laughs> when she meant to say specific. I was like, yeah, I was on a rant. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, there'll be that and we'll pay them so they can save up for the things that they want. Um, right, and that's what, you and know. Because we want to start teaching them saving money and, like, the value of money in a certain sense. And here's the problem, uh, another problem with technology, when you're talking about chores and mowing lawns. When I was growing up, already at eight and nine, like, first of all, I was like, if my grandparents or whatever were doing dishes, now, mind you, as I got into, like, preteen and teen, I didn't offer my assistance ever, but I wanted to learn, and I was helpful, and I was raking lawns and and mowing lawns and shoveling and this and that and the other thing and I actually wanted to do it and then you know you would go around your neighborhood or other families and ask you know if they'd be willing to pay you for that yeah but this day and age right you can't trust a kid going around exactly unless it's somebody they know right but still it's like uh because you never know. Just like when we're younger, you could go out until think, the light, street lights came right. on. I think it was and easier go to in town. Earn, can't do that now. <laughs> right. I think it was easier to earn money as a child. Back then. Years ago, as opposed to it is yeah. now. And that was something I did want to speak to you about too, Jen, being that we're best friends. Our kids are best friends. We live next door. It's not like the kids live 10 miles away 
and still even go to the same school, it's not going to be first on their mind to talk about. But when they see each other first thing in the morning, the tooth fairy just came, of course they're going to blurt out what they got. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's a little bit, we're treading uh, thin ice, I guess. Well, that would be treading water. Walking on thin ice a little bit because we don't want to ruin the magic and we don't want to make one kid feel less than. Yeah. And of course, we don't want to end up being in a fight ourselves. Like, I told you this, I told you that. But the chore thing, I actually just bought a chore chart. And I do still want to apply it without the incentive. Like, you're a part of this household. Yeah, we already... Well, Mike, yeah, we already... Right, you're we already, Stanford. Uh, yeah, we already discussed with kids, like, their basic already chores that they do. Right. You're not and, getting paid for that. And but these extra harder chores... Right. Like, I think that's a great if idea. If you do decide to do them, yes, you'll and get it. we actually have talked to Logan about possibly mowing the lawn. Now, we have a ride-on tractor, so... Uh, Logan's not actually now he's probably tall enough. What's that because push one out there? It don't work. Oh. Um, I bought that. When oh, first that's moved right. In and and then you used work. it for your no, skeleton yeah, on Halloween. <laughs> running over, but um, uh, the uh, he may be oh, uh big enough now. What? Uh, yes. <laughs> Logan was too short. For the ride-on mower, he couldn't reach the brake pedal. So. I know, that struggle is real. I gotta sit on the very edge of the seat and so now, tiptoe it. Man, we don't have now he's on. as tall as me, so now maybe this summer we'll get him, teach him how to do it. Um, and we did say, you know, he could earn money if he mows the that, lawn. I think that's a fantastic idea. Yes. So, so anyway, it's interesting to see them do it once and realize how much hard work. And that's the point. Right. We want to teach them, like... The things that I do for you guys every day, I don't do the yard work. That's AJ's right. job. But, but still, it's the parents yeah, doing like it. Yeah, what we do, like, you need to realize how much we put in they every think, day. Yeah, they think we just, you know, Magic. sit around and and they don't realize. Like, I'm like, Brayden, do you realize everything I do, I do for you. And then if you leave this toy here and that toy here, we've talked about that before, too. I've tried not to pick them up, but I can't freaking help it. She's not there. I don't want it there. It needs to go. Yeah, there's occasions where I'll, like, deep clean the kids' rooms because it, like, gives me anxiety looking at it. Um, And then I'm like, do it yourself. (laughs) But, like, there's a point where I'm like, you didn't do it properly in the way that I wanted. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go behind you and do it again. Um, Oh, crap. It went out of my brain. (laughs) All right. Well... Maybe Jennifer's brain will come back. In the- yeah, after 30 minutes in, um, I think we're ready to talk about our mom stories, our Abby, listener stories. Abby, why don't you start us off with our first listener stories? Well, oh, real quick. Oh. Before, wait. For, this doesn't, this isn't what I was going to say, later. but just so you know, after, after... I just got uh, for hit. episode 31, 32, and 33. Oh, right. We will be doing special episodes. Um, 31 will be um, Abby's episode, and we will basically, Becky and I will have chance to ask Abby any questions, and Abby can tell her Becky story. Becky will have duct tape on her mouth. <laughs> she will not. <laughs> um, I will get episode. Uh, 32, and we'll talk about me, and, and they could ask me questions, and then Becky will have episode 33 that she's been waiting for since episode 3. So. <laughs> <laughs> and now, to our listener stories. All right, finally. Anyway. And so, by the way, 
listeners know that on the regular we normally read two listener stories per podcaster today we're gonna give you some bonus and uh we're doing three per podcaster that's three 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 yay becky's favorite number (laughs) all right so the first one is from justine hi justine all right one day my son who was three at the time and I were in the car. Three. <laughs> stopped at the red light. Across the street was a building that was vacant at the time. But years before, it housed battered women and children. Oh, this one's bad. Something oh. told me to look at him in my mirror, and he was white as a ghost, spaced out, and not even blinking. I said, are you okay? He told me how he was thinking of how he's been to that vacant building before. And that he had died three years ago in a dumpster and that no one wanted him. Oh my God. Goosebumps on goosebumps. Yep. And that's the end of it. Oh my God. So, um, to reiterate, it was her and her son driving. He's three years old, stopped at a red light. There was an abandoned building Mm -hmm. that apparently a woman had died in that had been no, beaten so and battered. No, so it housed battered, battered women, women and children. So I assume okay. it's one of those so places where... so it wasn't an abandoned building. Well, it is now. It okay. once was a place where battered women, women and children went, I guess, as like a safety thing or something. Yeah. Look, uh, uh, like, I think there's a place called, like, Vera House is one of the... Yeah, places you can go that. to get away from like spousal abuse or That's something. That's what I assume. Unless it's Sunday on the courthouse steps. <laughs> <laughs> so he said that he died three years ago. Yeah. In a dumpster. Yeah. So, in other words, he was a baby that was probably born there or born right before going there to possibly a young uh teenage woman maybe even an adult woman that was in an abusive relationship or maybe an addict or something yeah you don't know and obviously placed in a dumpster and 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 justine saying that her son is three now means that like he died and then you know she got pregnant and he chose her as his mommy he had a second chance yeah and if he if he died there as a baby in the dumpster as horrible as that is i don't know how anyone could go through Mm. pregnancy especially jennifer who hates pregnancy (laughs) and just to I, i don't i don't know how things could be that bad we've talked about adoption and stuff or like I just yeah it, I'll never understand those situations yeah I'll never understand it because to one create a bond in the womb and just totally unless you're a drug addict then it, that takes over your brain I think yeah but I don't know well the good news is is that if he died in the dumpster as a baby then he didn't have to live a horrible life for that long and clearly was very quickly reincarnated to come into this world with Justine. Yes. So for that, um, I am thankful for this little boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, it, it's it's sad though to hear a three year old say that and, and that, he that remembers. remembers that. Yeah. Right. 
And now I wonder, you know, will Justine like keep this an open, active conversation or is it just kind of going to not be mentioned? And then will her son on his own remember the same thing at six, at nine, at 12? Most stories that I've heard kind of like are the about this um, young, pure, th- young, innocent, yep. and then at some point they just don't remember anymore. So it's like, do we all have a memory of our past life? I don't know what people's beliefs are, right. but I highly believe in reincarnation, and we all have past lives. Mm-hmm. Um, my belief system is we keep coming back to this earth to learn different lessons until we learned all the lessons we're supposed to, and then at that point we go beyond to the spiritual world, whether you believe heaven, whatever it is. Um, But I believe that our place on earth is a constant learning situation and we're all given different situations to learn from. I agree. And I believe that we've had a similar story Mm -hmm. or stories that we've kind of touched base and said the same thing Um, because I believe in reincarnation as well. And it's, it's ironic that this is the first story that you read because I believe it was last night. No, I'm sorry. It was the night before last when I was putting Brayden to bed with her tooth. No, that's not it either. I don't freaking know. Anyway, Brayden was saying something to me about um, that she saw somebody in her room. Yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't, yeah, but it wasn't recently. And she said, do you remember me telling you that when I was little? And I said, no. And she's like, well, I did. And she said it was right after we moved here. And I kind of, we had something going on. So it pains me to say, because this is, this stuff interests me first and foremost. Yeah, but it could have been she said something and it just glossed over. It just, yeah, it went in one ear and out the other. And plus she's been watching, you know, she she watches, she's just, she's just breeding. <laughs> the things that she watches and stuff, like, I can't help but wonder, you know, if she gets if the ideas from, right, from, you know, different YouTube uh, videos or spoofs or movies or kids at school, you, you, you don't know. But at the age of three, you pretty much know that your kid hasn't been tainted by the public world yet. Yeah. Um, unless they unfortunately, you know, have to, not unfortunate, daycares can be great. Um, but, you know, normally at three years old, your kid has been with you, 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 you. So mm-hmm. there's not any outside influences that would make this child at the age of three say what they said. But even even so, at the age of three, uh, even if they are in daycare, they're with other three-year-olds. No, that that's are, what I'm saying. Yeah. If he wasn't in daycare, then but, he's not tainted by Right, it. but I'm saying, but even if he was in daycare, three-year-olds oh, right. aren't going around. They're not going around stories. talking about, <laughs> about the floating head in yeah. the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> um, my question to Justine is, too, um, a follow-up is, did she know right off that that abandoned building used to be a safe house? Or did she look into it? Or did it? she look into oh, it after the fact? Hmm. So, Justine, thank you for writing in. Uh, you've definitely piqued our curiosity. And hug your son big from all three of us. Um, and if you wouldn't mind uh, sending in a follow-up, 
for us answering the question about the abandoned building, whether you knew what it was previously or if you looked it up. And do you intend to keep the story relevant with your son or see where it goes in years to come if he's to bring it up or you bring it up years to come and see if he remembers it? All right, so our next story is from Christina. Hi, Christina. Hello. When I was in the hospital in labor with my first child, my mother-in-law immediately came in from out of town. She bullied her way into the labor and delivery room, then insisted I get on my laptop to research and find her a hotel, (laughs) all while I was having a baby. Well. Um, I would have told her to get the fuck out. Right? Not everybody uh, has that inner strength or backbone. Um, Every family dynamic is different, and every one of us is different with our filters. I mean, have you met me? (laughs) But I'm not always that bold and brazen. Like, I feel like I'm a a lot loosier, goosier here on the podcast and, of course, with you guys because we do know each other so well. And as far as the podcast is concerned, why not be a little loosey-goosey? Why not have fun with it? I I feel um, that those that have brains like mine are laughing at a lot of the things that I say. I also know, uh, personally, some listeners, although I haven't spoken to them about this, I do cringe when I listen back and think, oh my God, what do they think of me now? Um... Every episode, it's always a panic. We're like, it's fine. And then she's like, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, I know. We told you. (laughs) No, but I, regardless of every episode, I think about how far I take it sometimes with the raunchy part of it. But the point of the mother-in-law, I don't know. I would have kicked her out. I would have been. Now, I'm a bitch when I go into labor. So, yeah, I would have been like. When you go into labor. Okay, that's it. situation your mind is like focusing on i'm about to push this baby out like i don't want to deal with shit like yeah okay so at that moment i don't care who you are i'd be like so let's go back to you at 18 when you were feeling bullied by the nurses that was after but hypothetically let's say that mikey's um grandmother had come in there with this same situation and you're a young teen about to give birth. Would you have had the balls back then? To On Mikey, Mike's mother? Yeah. Yeah. See, now, actually... What she means by Mike's mother is Mikey is named after his father, which yeah. is Mike. Mike, Mike, uh, Mike. I did oh, have her. Now, yeah. I did have a similar situation. Well, not the hotel part, and it wasn't my mother-in-law. It was actually my sister. When I was having my oldest, Gianna, I was 19, so I was young, and I kept telling her, no, you're not coming in, because she wanted to be in the room while I gave birth, and I kept telling her no, and, like, I was like, no, 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 like, you're not being in here. Well, once the pain started, and then the epidural and all that, and after 24 hours of labor, I was like, you know what, I don't give a fuck, like, do whatever you want, and she was in the room but and now she says i scarred her and she never wants to see someone give birth ever again but she looked down there 
Yeah, she was in her. She was. I was nineteen. Yeah, when so she was I 16. had Mikey, it was my mom and Mike in the room. And did your mom look down there? Yes, she was helping me. Yeah. You don't trust me. When you're in that freaking situation, you had a young. C-section. But when you're in that situation, you don't give a fuck. Like yeah. you don't care. She was there helping me to breathe. Yeah, and push. And For the first time. I but she purposefully, like, bent down in this direction. No. That's she what was I'm holding talking about. Oh, no. When she you was... said scarred for life, no, I'm she, talking like, about the hold... nether no, region. No, I hold the leg was... and they can see it right my there coming out. S- my sister was holding one of my legs. Um, and I think Jacqueline, Gianna's father was the... holding my other <laughs> and leg. And the funny thing is my dad was there before I gave birth. And the nurse uh, turns to my dad and goes, do you want to stay? And my dad said, there is one thing a father should never say. <laughs> yeah, my dad didn't stay. He left the room. He's like, that's my cue to leave. <laughs> yeah, and you're right about me with this C-section. Um, first of all, unfortunately, my husband is pretty much estranged from 99% of his family. At the time, he had just reconnected with his mother and she is local um, to where we live, but never even came to the hospital in the four days I was there. Uh, so I didn't have to worry about that. My mother took a red eye and was there, um, and I probably would have allowed her in the delivery room, but in for a C-section, they only allow yeah, one. Yeah. the, the husband or father or whatever. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I think... Gianna's grandmother was actually mad. So my mother-in-law at the time was mad because I wouldn't let her in the room either. And then my sister did end up being in the room. So she was even madder. More mad, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get it, I guess. But, like, there's something different. Well, my opinion, if you're, like, mom's there, that's right. different because that's your mother. Yeah. Right. I would feel very uncomfortable if it was, like... The father's mother, because like I don't know you like that, right? Right. It's definitely it's a it's definitely different. I like when my sons start having children. I'm not going to be insulted if If they don't want me in the room because it's just one of those things. Now, when my daughter has the first baby, I do want to be there in the room with you. I I mean, (laughs) and help you go through the first time. Now, obviously, the second time. My mom wasn't Summer's, there because it's, like, different because I've been through it before, Summer's you know? the only one that my mom was not present for. Well, the I guess the, the big elephant in the room, which we'll name Ed, <laughs> uh, is the fact that this mother-in-law came in had the demanding, audacity. right. That she, like, get her a hotel room. Jennifer <laughs> said had the audacity. That's absolutely right, Jen. Really? I'd be I like, just always want you, you find. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, you find yourself a room. Like, are right? you adult? Yeah. I'm a little busy here right now. <laughs> I'm having contractions and trying to count and concentrate on my breathing. The you... head's almost out here. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you find your own damn That's room. just, um, is she still your mother in law? Are you still married to her <laughs> son? God damn, girl. You need, you need an award for dealing with that. I, mm mm. Well, Christina, thank you for writing in. Yes, thank you. And super sorry you have a mother-in-law like that. I cut her. (laughs) Uh, So I'll continue on with our third story of this episode. It is from someone named Maddie. 
oh, my dog. <laughs> Just kidding. Isn't your dog spelled with I know. D-D? Yeah. And this person is M-A-T-T-I-E. Uh, doesn't say where they're from. And now I'm realizing Justine and Christina did not state where they were from either. And no. that's okay. But we are curious. Uh, so Maddie says, went to a doctor's appointment for my son who is a week old. Someone asked me how old I was, and I had nothing. I totally forgot how old I was. After a period of extended silence in which everyone in the room looked at me like I was crazy, my husband stepped in with the answer. <laughs> which I get it. Mom brain, as I call uh-huh. it. Just this past time um, that I took Riker to his nine-month appointment uh, when checking out, we were making for his one-year appointment. And the girl was like, oh, when is his birthday? And I sat there for a good minute going, uh. And I could see the other lady back smirking because she realized, like, I'm, like, forgetting. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then I was like, because oh, I'm thinking, Mikey, I'm a February. March 21st. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> well, that's me every time I go. You know, Jacqueline is on a slew of medication, and so is Logan is on one medication, but just me, when I go to the the pharmacy and they go, what's the birthday? And I have to go, um, uh, hold on, 10, summer's the 22nd, 29, 09. And I I always forget how old I am, too. I'm always like, am I 27, 28? Maybe I'm 29 now. And then I'll have to ask AJ. I'm like, how old am I? And he's like, you don't know how old you are? I'm like, no, I don't remember. I went, I went and um, I was at the gas station and she asked me what my birth, uh, how old I was. Now, I was prepared to say my birthday, 6385. I was prepared. And she goes, well, how old are you? And I said, 18. No. <laughs> no. I said, I'm sorry. She goes, well, now I need your ID. I was like, I don't even know why I said that because I am nowhere near as 18 anymore. <laughs> I was like, I am 37, but here you go. She's probably like, this bitch trying to make herself younger than she is. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, yeah, it's. Well, so I, I can kick off of Maddie, Abby, and Jen. Uh, so I space off with. Abby, what you said about, and I guess Jen too, with the date of births for our kids. And I can see maybe why the two of you do it, because you have multiples to keep in order. Me, I only have the one. Um, and we're four days apart. So our month, and I'm 40 years older, so the last number of the year is the same. So I transpose... Her birthday and my birthday. I've done that with Deanna. A lot of times at the pharmacy. Now, I have also transposed our names. <laughs> Most recently, I had taken Brayden to um, a doctor's care. Uh, nothing was wrong. Everything was fine. We were just making sure she wasn't dehydrated. But when we went into uh, the room, John and Brayden sat down in the waiting room while I went over and filled out the paperwork. We had never been at this particular facility before, and I didn't even know I did it until they came over to put the bracelet on her, and it said Becky Sanford. (laughs) With her date of birth, I got that right, but it was my name, and I'm like, I said, is this what 
you guys do here, you put the mother's name on the child, and she looked at me like I had three heads, and I'm looking at her like, why are you not answering me? And she's like, that's her name, right? I said, no, that's my name. She goes, well, then why did you write your name where it said her name on the paper? I said, I did. <laughs> so I had to go back and fill the paper out all um, over again. FYI, so when I paid for gymnastics, they were trying to look up Brayden's name. Is and it under Becky? Uh, she wasn't in the system. It was under your name. Your Brayden in their system. I'm like, that's not right. So that's why on the receipts it says paid by Jonathan. Yeah. So it must be John's name is the parent and you're the, you're the (laughs) child. That's not right. Did you have them fix it? I don't know. I told her and I spelt Brayden's name. I would, the next time you go, just double check. Yeah, double check. I had to have Jen take uh, Brayden for me um, for the first gymnastics class of the uh, new year, which by the way, I just wanted to point out, we need to correct a mistake on last episode too. When we were talking about Friday the 13th, I think it was just a faux pas. You said, I just found it funny that the first Friday in the month of January is Friday the, the 13th. 13th. The first Friday the 13th Okay, is... the way it came out was the other way, oh, so okay. I wanted to let them know that we do know what we're talking about, but we may or may not be drinking. Yeah. <laughs> um... So, yeah, the mom brain is real. I feel like I had something else on that, like the pharmacy. And also, Brayden, being statistically a boy's name, I am forever saying she. They'll call and be like, he has an appointment. No, he doesn't, but she does, and she will be there. So With Riker, not his name, but lately we've... When we go oh, out I with noticed Riker. someone commented on yeah. AJ's thing. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, isn't even she adorable? She adorable. <laughs> oh, but even when oh, we go out be. recently, people will be like, oh, she, or we went somewhere and um, the guy was like, oh, does she need a high chair? And AJ's always like, yeah, he does. <laughs> I don't think Riker looks like a girl at all. I think because he has hair. It throws her yeah. hair. Um, and I have one more thing about misspeaking my age, and that actually just transpired Today, I said to somebody, um, yeah, I'm 49. And then I was like, no, 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 wait a minute. I, like, I had gone into conversation for a good minute, and I was listening to her, and then all of a sudden it clicked in my head. I said, I just have to say something. I'm not 49. I'm 48. I still have two months. I'm not going to age myself any quicker. And this isn't about age, but this is Maybe mom brain, maybe early onset of Alzheimer's. I have no clue. But the other day, I was getting dressed and ready. It was Tuesday. I had my chiropractor appointment, which, by the way, I had two displaced ribs, dislocated ribs. Oh, we didn't know that, Abby. No. <laughs> yeah, I was down and out after we recorded last week. That's why Jen took Brayden to gymnastics, because... I couldn't move. I was in bed for like two and a half, three days. Yeah, I was in bed on Monday before we recorded on Tuesday. I did good on Tuesday. By Wednesday afternoon, I didn't get out of bed again until Saturday. And when I tried to, I couldn't stand up all the way. Well, yeah, because I remember when we recorded, you had trouble getting up the stairs. Tell him goodbye. Like, like, ugh, ugh. Like, yeah, and we're like kind of making fun of her. But... (laughs) Yeah, so I um, had seen the chiropractor last week before we recorded. And this was after your chiropractor. 
And yeah, and he had worked on me. And you said it hurt. I it hurt like hell. But I felt a little bit better. And then within like 36 hours, I was done for. I went back uh this past Tuesday and um turns out I had two dislocated ribs uh, ribs on my right bottom. It's still sore. Yeah. But I had a massage therapy session. And she was able to work it around and your rib cage is supposed to move and, you know, whatever. And then the chiropractor was like, all right, it's almost there. And oh, oh my God. But once it finally went, I was like, oh. <laughs> I mean, you know, let's have two dislocated ribs on top of my back and neck pain. I mean, that's fucking fantastic. Um, the ironic thing is when my dad was here for Christmas, I don't know if I mentioned it, but he had two broken ribs on the right hand side. I think and a dislocated rib. And a yeah, two broken and one I think they called it distended. I don't, I don't know, but on the right hand side as well. And now all of a sudden I have it and have no idea why. <laughs> I didn't do anything. You I just wasn't absorbed it. The, the massage therapist um, thinks it has to do with multiple um, surgeries in my abdominal region Maybe. from the appendix and the C-section, the hysterectomy, the scar tissue can leach onto different areas and ultimately push it out of, of joint. But I had texted my dad and said, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I think I just was having sympathy pains for you. And then lo and behold, I had forgotten all about this. When I had my appendix out years ago, he had his out the week before. And a week later, immediately, I'm having mine out. You're absorbing his symptoms. I guess. But the whole reason I was talking about this is I was getting ready to go to the chiropractor with two dislocated ribs that I didn't know that they were dislocated yet. Um, I just knew I'd been in pain for a week and a half. And back to the mom brain thing, although it wasn't about my age, or I had gotten dressed, I had done everything I needed to do on my side of the house, in the bedroom, and now I bring my socks and my shoes into Brayden's room so that I can make sure that I'm coaxing her to get a move on, to get on the bus on time. And I've got my left sock and shoe on, and I'm holding my right shoe in my hand and I'm looking for your shoe. I'm no I'm looking for my sock. Was that on your foot? Yes. <laughs> and I must have looked for a good three minutes. I picked up the covers. I'm like, Brayden, did you did you put my sock in your hamper? I got up off the bed and I'm still like doubled over and I'm like hobbling around her room in a freaking circle. I'm like, can you get on your knees and see if it slid under the bed? And I'm standing there looking down at my feet. She starts to get on her knees and all of a sudden it slowly like washes over. I'm like, never mind. It's on my foot. <laughs> <laughs> now, quickly, I'll tell this because you just remind me of something. Yesterday, I don't know if it has to do with what we talked about or not, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, Mikey goes out and plays or whatever and I tell him to be home at a certain time. So, in the meantime, I fed Riker dinner or whatever, and he made a mess, so I had to give him a bath. And so I'm looking at the time, I'm like, he needs to be home, whatever. I got Riker dressing, and I come out, and I'm like looking out the window, and I'm like, this motherfucker's not home. I'm like, he is so grounded when he gets home. Like, all this. 
and I had his dinner ready on the table. I'm like, this kid is really pushing the limit. So I walk down the hallway and I hear a noise coming from his bedroom. The floating head! Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell is this? I opened the door, there's Mikey sitting. And I said, when did you get home? And he's like, I've been home. And I'm like, what the hell? I was like, I'm here looking out the window, looking for you, ready to ground you. I was like, go to the table and eat your dinner. <laughs> like, what is going on? Did he say that he, like, passed you and talked to you on he, his way through or anything? He didn't talk to me. While I was giving Riker a bath, he came in and went by. And AJ saw him. And this is the part. Sorry, babe. But I constantly <laughs> tell him he doesn't listen to me. Um, because when I got Riker out, I had the plate there. I said, oh, that's for Mikey when he comes in. And clearly, he wasn't listening to me because he... He, he should did. have said, hey, he Mikey, been, wash your hands and sit down for Or he would have been like, Mikey's, Mikey's home already. To right. be like, oh, he is home. No. <laughs> I was like, <sighs> anyway, on to the next story. Thank you, Maddie. <laughs> All right. So this is from Brittany. Hi, Brittany. All right. So when my son was 22 months old and his brother was nine months, we were on vacation. Leaving our hotel to go to the water park, he stopped dead in his tracks and said, I'm sorry, Mama. I said, what are you sorry for, buddy? What's wrong? He smiled at me and said, I'm sorry. Sorry my baby sister is in your belly and walked away. I said, (laughs) (laughs) I said, baby, that's not possible. Mommy and Daddy aren't having any more babies for a while, buddy. And then in a a quotation bubble or whatever you want um, I was on the birth control pill and nursing, which, if you're not familiar, typically, um, when you are nursing, you don't tend to be ovulating, and one, it does prolong your period while you're nursing, so it's very rare, you can still get pregnant, but it's very rare to get pregnant while nursing. Anyway, after a few days of me really creeped out by what he said, I decided to take a test. Positive. <laughs> 16 weeks later, we found out it's a girl. I asked him, Kenny, how did you know mommy had your baby sister in her belly? He said, Aunt Kate told me that's my sister that died in a car accident <gasps> when she was 16 and I was 20. Goosebumps on goosebumps. Oh, my God, like, my jaw just hit the table. Yeah. Wow. It's so crazy. All right, so you ended up having three kids in diapers, first of all. Three right? under three. <laughs> she lost me now. I like, I like three is not like that. You better get your tubes tied if you end up having. <laughs> yeah, if they uh, uh, end do up a doing C- a C-section on you, ask them to do a tubal while they're in there. Oh, God. T- I don't want a C-section. Ligation. That gives no, me anxiety. No, I don't either. Or didn't. So, he said sorry about the baby sister in your belly? Well, maybe he didn't want a baby sister. (laughs) I don't know. I I mean, that's crazy. He not only knew it was a girl, but that she was also pregnant. Yeah. That's crazy. And then the fact that your deceased sister. And And he he? clearly didn't know Aunt Kate. Did he know? Wait, wait, wait. But we don't know. We don't know how old she. Did he know of your sister? Did he know? Like, do you have pictures of her? Like that he would know who she was, or is that? Or was this a recent death of your sister? Either way, our condolences. 
for your sister. That's mm-hmm. tough. Um, but yeah, that's the question. Was he born while Aunt Kate was still alive? Yeah. Um, and had some sort of memory, or is she alive? through spirit because of conversations and photos like yeah, Jen so he said. Knows that right. It's Aunt. Yeah. Um yeah, that's definitely goosebumps on mm-hmm. goosebumps. Wow. I'm I I I'm speechless. Yeah, I don't Brittany, you did it. <laughs> you made Becky speechless. That's a rarity. <laughs> um I All mean right. it, it's cool though. Like, I, I mean, yeah. that's like with the time Jacqueline told me she was talking to my grandfather that she had never D-dad. met. D-Dad. Yeah. 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 Stories like that are very intriguing to me. And it just, like, makes me, like, that's the same thing. Like, young, innocent, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just crazy to think about. Yeah. And I would, I just have so many more questions. Like, I want to go live where these people can include a, a phone number or try and call them through their Gmail or whatever (laughs) and, you know, have a voice chat to do the follow-up questions. And I know, listeners, we promised months ago (laughs) that we were going to attempt to go live. And it's still in the works, we promise. Um, Once we go live, I'll probably really second-guess everything and be like, Jesus Christ, did you see my face? And then you'll see us when we mess something up or the sound messes up and we're like, oh, hold on. <laughs> or Becky needs to go to the bathroom again. You know? Oh, my God. <laughs> I got a poop. Uh, you'll get to see the behind the scenes, I guess. <laughs> For me to poop on. All right. Jen, go. Great poop on. Oh. Poop on, poop on. <laughs> Thank you, Brittany. Thank you. All right. This next. A story is from Maria, who did not say where she's from. None of them today so far. Come on, guys. Okay. The cashier at the grocery store asked, when are you due? I replied, "Um, I gave birth last month. She said, oh, this is awkward. Mm. I wasn't mad as she was young and didn't know. So I explained, after you give birth, your stomach doesn't shrink right away. She apologized. Well, at least this will make her think twice before making pregnancy assumptions. Yeah, the golden rule is if you're not 100% sure, even then, don't say anything. (laughs) (laughs) It's better for, uh, yeah, leave it alone. Yeah. It's like the old... The old thing was you never ask a lady their age. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't give two craps about telling people how old I am, but if you come at me and ask me when I'm due and I'm not... The thing is, wait for them to say something about it. Then you could be like, oh, okay, what are you doing? Oh, you're pregnant? I didn't even realize. (laughs) But yet again, she said the person was young, young. so... I did make that mistake. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Once that I can recall, and actually, Jen and Abby, you might know her too... Angela, that did our Save Our Children photo shoot, Um, she worked at the daycare that Mikey and Brayden attended. Maybe if I saw her face. She might have been, I think she might have been new when I had brought Brayden, and clearly I think Mikey was out at that point. Maybe. Um, 
but it was like my first or second day there with Brayden. And I asked her, oh, when are you due? And she's like, I'm not pregnant. I don't even have a boyfriend. And I'm like, oh, my God. And, and I now left. she's engaged. And, and and she lost a crap ton yeah, of weight. I'd like to think amazing. I had something to do with that. <laughs> and she wasn't heavy to begin with, you know. She she looked good. I bet you learned your lesson. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I didn't. I'm sure I didn't. But oh I, I did. I felt really bad. I mean, that can bring us into... Uh, me asked, we, uh, Jennifer took me to my second ever pure romance party. And <laughs> would you like to tell that story? Do you know where I'm going with that? Yeah, I know where you're going <laughs> with it. Um, when we pulled up to the house, I said, oh, I think Taylor's mom is coming um, because they lived in an oh, RV. I think I've heard this yeah, story before, yeah, and uh, so when our other friend Danielle walked in, she said, Hi, I'm Becky. You must be Taylor's mom. (laughs) (laughs) But karma's a bitch. And oh, don't, don't do it. First of all, let me let me say about Danielle and Taylor. Because Jennifer led me with, I think Taylor's mom is going to be here. I didn't. She wasn't. I didn't know any of these people. Yeah, None. so you just made an assumption. assumption. Right. I knew, I knew one other person besides Jennifer. Okay, so I'm looking around the little <laughs> island in the kitchen. I just can imagine Becky going in there and being like that. And then no, we had Taylor looks fairly young, yeah. and I think she is in her 20s. Yeah. So I'm looking around the room, and by process of elimination, actually, I knew more than, because I knew Sam and um, Missy, regardless of that. I, I didn't, this is my first time meeting Taylor, the whole thing. So by process of elimination of the handful of people that are in the room, I was already introduced to the consultant. Clearly, I know Jan, I knew Sam, and I knew Missy. I'm looking at the other people. I was introduced to Taylor, and that leaves like two or three more. And I'm like, okay, well, she looks the oldest. So, hi, I'm Becky. You must be Taylor's mom. And... So, karma's a bitch, though, Mm -hmm. because then it was probably a few months later, maybe, if that, uh, I took Becky to one of her, her, I think it was your carpal tunnel surgery, and we were standing, yeah, we were standing at the window to check in or whatever, and, you know, we have matching tattoos, and the the receptionist goes, oh, that's so cute, is that mother-daughter tattoo? Well, it's funny, because it happened to be a Becky when we went out (laughs) With Riker, and it's like, oh, is this your mother or whatever? And I, they said, oh, you must be such a happy grandma. Oh, like, yeah. And then she's like, fuck? we're fresh. <laughs> well, when me and Irene go out to lunch, they, everyone thinks she's my mom. And uh-huh. I go, well, she might as well be. But Becky did make the statement. She's like, yeah, she, she might as well be my daughter. The age difference. Yeah, I mean, if I had you at 19 or 20, it, it's definitely possible. And yeah. I could see how people would put that together. Oh, look at the three of them are out together having a family outing. But no, I'm not her fucking mother. <laughs> and actually, it was even said at Braden's seventh birthday party. Um, I believe it was you taking, it was you, you were coming with us away from the pavilion to take pictures oh, yeah. of me. Oh, yeah, 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 that lady was like, oh, that's so cute, grandparents and their granddaughter or something like that, and I looked at her, I said, those are her parents, I'm just a friend. Aw. Uh, mm-hmm. Poor thing. 
God. I mean, it is what it I is. I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, it's to be expected. And actually, it's happened when I've been alone as well with Brayden. Um, I have been asked more than I'd like to say that I, I know I was at the convenience store one time and Brayden wanted uh, some sort of candy and I didn't hear the original uh, conversation between Brayden and the cashier. Brayden's trying to give her the candy. I've already cashed out and I'm grabbing the bags. And then I hear the lady say, honey, I can't give it to you unless your grandma says it's okay. I'm like, and I didn't right then and there, it didn't process with me until I got in the parking lot and got all the bags in the car and I start the car and I'm like, the fuck did she say? (laughs) So, um, yeah, don't, don't assume somebody is the grandmother. Don't assume somebody is pregnant. Just don't assume. Just shut up. Yeah. You know what happens when you assume? You make an ass out of you and me. A-S-S-U-M-E, for those of you that don't know how to spell. (laughs) 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 Oh, goodness gracious. Maria, thank you very much for taking the time to write in. We'll move on to our sixth story. And it starts... I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It starts whenever she's ready. (laughs) And three, two, one. This story is by Wendy with an I. She says, after my little sister passed away, we were heading to her funeral. None of my kids went to her viewing, so they didn't know what she was being buried in. Halfway there, she says... Aunt Jenny says she loves you. Who is she? Probably her, her daughter. daughter. Okay. The way she worded, yeah, that's confusing. Um, okay, so halfway there, she says, Aunt Jenny says she loves you. I was like, oh, really? Did she tell you that? And she said, yes. I asked where Aunt Jenny was, and she said, sitting next to me. Lord have mercy, you listeners. Goosebumps. We're, we got to make that our motto. Goosebumps on goosebumps. Uh, sitting next to me. By this time, my other three kids were looking around, too. So apparently, Wendy has four kids. And she's talking to one of them while the other three are standing by. Sitting by. Uh, by this time, my other three kids were looking around, too. I finally said, what's she wearing? Y'all, when she said a blue gown with a tiara, oh my. (sighs) Holy crap. When she said a blue gown with a tiara, I flipped out. My sister was wearing her prom dress and tiara for the viewing and funeral. There is no way my seven-year-old at the time could have known that. After I gathered my composure, I simply said, oh Tell her I love her, too, and burst into tears. I can feel the lump in my throat. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, that's twice in one episode. People make (laughs) me speechless. I mean, I guess they do want me to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, First of all, Wendy, my condolences to you as well. Um, I'm assuming by your 
parentheses saying your seven-year-old at the time that this has been some years ago, but I'm sure that uh, it still hurts. Mm-hmm. And again, with these kids being able to be so pure as to have that connection with the spiritual world. Um, and of course, we've talked about some of these instances with our own kids, friends, kids, stories we've heard. And and we had Brie on, again, uh, Low Country Magic in Georgetown, her and her partner, um, business partner, Pertina Sanders. Um, Low Country Magic in Georgetown. She's not a psychic, <laughs> uh, but she definitely is knowledgeable about uh, the afterlife and, and that kind of thing. And I, I still, I have all sorts of questions for these people, like mm-hmm. when, how, what, where. And I mean, clearly she has questions too. Like, how the hell do you know that my sister was wearing that? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. And it, it may, I like want to see something, you know what I mean? And I have to tell you, This morning I went for a walk and I took a different route and I went up a little higher in town than I normally do. And I don't know that I've ever paid it any attention, but there is a, an extremely old, small cemetery right on main street. Um, the church and stuff is in, it's still going. The church looks nice. There's actually like one is, uh, where they do some functions and kids like Bible school and stuff. And then there's the big church and like fellowship hall and oh, stuff yeah, next I know exactly to it. What you're it's about. like on the corner of fifth and main, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, right there, there's an old yeah. cemetery and I actually walked past it and I'm standing looking through the metal fence, like trying to read some of the gravestones. And I had one of my dogs with me and I'm like, you know what? The steps are right there. So I turned around I went back up the steps And then I was thinking to myself, like what Brie had said about, you know, when you do go into a cemetery or whatever, more so with a child, um, you need to be careful because things can attach themselves to you Mm -hmm. or to the children more easily than an adult. So I was like trying to, you know, I'm I'm here to uh, read your history, pay respects and... The thing that really saddened me about these graves, and I'm sure there's many, many um, all over the world, but for this one to be like right in the in the heart of of downtown, right there and on Main Street, you can see it from the road. These graves have not been maintained. And that's why I'm talking about the church still in session. And those look all nice. But the yard, I mean, the it's. There's leaves and, 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 but there's tombs. There's like round above. Yeah. Like you, it's like the shape of the coffin covered in cement. And the, and there was this little tiny headstone and it's killing me because the more common name I can't remember, but it said, I think it was like Bessie and Hesse, um, my two little daughters or whatever. And I'm like, and it was, these are all from the 1800s. Yeah. I find it interesting when you see, like, old cemeteries. Obviously, they're untouched and everything. But um, I recently saw on, like, TikTok a question. Why don't we ever see new cemeteries built? That's... 
actually a good question. The amount of people that die and still get buried, you never see, see like a, a new, new one pop cemetery up. pop up. Well, probably because, because they're not burying 100 people all at once. So maybe it goes unnoticed because it's, you know. Or. Or what? <laughs> or the theory is you're, what you're buying into is you're not buying a lot. You're renting a lot. Mm, so you're saying... So they'll keep it there for 80 to 100 years until you whoever remembers you is gone also, and then either you're... Somebody's I just buried goosebumps on, again. Somebody's buried on top of you, or you're removed and mm. replaced. Because if you think about it, I mean, yes, there's still tombstones that are, like, old and whatever, but it's like, well, obviously, maybe they keep some ancient things. One, historically, they probably can't remove them. Two... Maybe to make it like, oh, we're not moving these bodies or whatever. But it makes sense because throughout my life, even different towns and whatever, you never see, see or you talk to people, it's sudden. always this is the cemetery, whatever. But you're thinking there's only a certain amount of space unless people are rapidly getting cremated. Hmm. That's interesting. That is interesting. And it's always, my other question is, why are we getting buried closer to hell? Hold that thought. We will be right back. I gotta get Mr. Man Riker. You can listen to this while you wait. <laughs> Alright, we're back. Sorry about the wait. I had to get... My little man, Riker, from his nap. You do realize that the wait for them was only about three seconds. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But it was longer for us. Yes, it was. I believe your last comment was, why are we buried uh, buried closer to hell? Yeah. Jennifer? That is a good question. It's a great question. Well, because we can't levitate. Yeah, but you can always cremate yourself. Well, and that's something I've always said. I wanted to do because I believe we should leave the land for the living. Yeah, my thing is I want to give back to the earth. So instead of just being buried, I want to be cremated, put into a biodegradable urn um, with a tree seed. That way I can be planted and turned into a tree. AJ always like, well, what if we move somewhere? I say, you better... Dig me up. Dig me up and take me. Don't make you an oak tree in South Carolina. Yeah. Um, Well, so I guess the only thing I have to say is like my grandparents, they aren't buried in the ground. They're actually in a mausoleum Mausoleum, that has like, like it's huge in Westchester, New York. Which makes sense. And, uh, and they're not even like low. No, they're way up towards the so, ceiling. So they're closer to yeah. <laughs> Well, and that was the thing. About, I, I think I want to take pictures, and I don't know. Like I had mentioned, I believe, last episode as well, that or the one before about the there's a Facebook page called Cemetery Enthusiasts. Yeah. And whoever oh, started that. that page, by the way, you are welcome for the free advertisement. Um, I thought about while I was in this little cemetery today to take pictures because it is so old and thought about sharing it on that page. And it's not like I can't go back 
again and take the pictures because some of the graves are really interesting. As I said, there's a few of them that are long and and rounded, like where they literally just bricked or mm. cemented over the shape of the coffin. So these people are not quite completely in the ground, the, the coffin part sticking up. And it makes sense that they put cement and stuff over it because back in the day there was grave diggers who would mm-hmm. dig up the bodies to get the jewelry or whatever right. that was left on. So not only is there are there those shapes, there's no uh, mausoleums there that you had mentioned, but there are also square-type tombs where, again, it's cement and the top of it can slide if you have somebody strong enough that can push that Mm. could probably look inside of it i'm not playing with that no i i wouldn't pretty sure it's illegal oh i'm sure that it is but um i know we you curiosity killed the cat but i would i wouldn't do that i'm i am too as much as i like the creepy you don't not that far (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um uh, again, I have a question for Wendy with uh, her daughter and the other kids. Do they remember having that conversation with you in the car? Uh, does your seven-year-old at the time remember seeing and speaking with, and speaking with your aunt or her, her aunt. aunt rather that was sitting right next to you in that blue gown and tiara? Like, is this a subject that? You can, yeah, can you openly discuss it without terrifying yourselves or, you know, is it something that calms you or do you not discuss it at all? Uh, So that being said, Wendy, again, thank you for writing in. We've all found that very interesting. And uh, Abby, if you'll continue with our seventh story. All right. This is from Carson. Hi, Carson. When my baby was a few months old, I decided to have my first beer since getting pregnant. Apparently, the combination of being sleep-deprived and not having had a drink in over a year was a potent one. My husband had to wake me up. I fell asleep with my face on my food. (laughs) (laughs) See, so that's something you would expect of the baby in the high chair. Yeah. Uh, but I, I get it, like, you're, I don't know, I, I assume this is probably your first baby, but even after your first baby, you're, you know, constantly up, constantly those moments of feeding, sleeping, and they tell you to sleep when the baby sleeps, but it's not always what happens, so. Because your <laughs> your your brain or your OCD mm-hmm. takes over, and you're like, I gotta deep clean this kid's room, I gotta get the dishes done, I gotta get the laundry done, next yeah. thing you know kids up from the nap you're ready to nap now and i can't yep so Mm -hmm. i get the being over sleep deprived and ready to just knock out especially inserting alcohol in it yeah it was a fear (laughs) but i guess since you haven't drank in so long yes it can be very potent (laughs) did your husband take a picture of it Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys, when you write in, it doesn't... Like, I mean, you, even even if you don't show us, I'm just saying, like, just to document it. Because I know, um, like, I was glad Chris took a picture of me getting underneath the table, even though right. he had no idea what I was doing. And yeah, he was like, like, what is wrong with you? 
But, like, just for memories and, like, to look back and kind of laugh it at it. It is cool in the that future. he took that picture, although it wasn't, you know, like perfectly focused or anything. Uh, he had you know? a shitty phone. Now he has a good phone. <laughs> <laughs> he finally caved and got a new phone. But, you know what? I mean, I have pre child and with no alcohol also been so tired that, like, I've had a drink in my hand and when I say drink I do mean non-alcoholic this time I just said without drinking what I mean is having a non-alcoholic beverage in my hand while I've sat down after a long day or whatever and then the next thing I know I'm spilling it on myself yeah um so you know sleep deprivation can come in many forms for everyone but yeah I want to know if your husband took that picture too to document it for um, the future. And are we safe to assume just because we're the momster squad doesn't mean that men don't listen to us. And she said when I was pregnant. Oh, <laughs> so it is a girl. <laughs> my bad. I was going to compare you to, uh, Braden's name, Carson. And well, but can. I, you I can because she's a girl with, a right. But I what was, you would assume is a boy's name. I don't know how I missed the pregnancy part of it. I <laughs> I just wrote sleep deprived, fell asleep with face and food. Um, so I was kind of also trying to be careful not to assume that it was her husband. Maybe it's her wife. I thought if I, <laughs> you I'm going to be honest, I thought it was a male until she said yeah. I was pregnant. And and that's okay because I think boy names oh, for, a ghoul, for ghouls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep, sleep deprived right there. Um, but you listeners, um, Jennifer has a good point. You know, try and document things for yourselves through the years, uh, which I'm sure you all do. Once you have kids, I don't think that that camera ever leaves your hand, um, especially now that they're on our phones as opposed to being a separate piece of equipment. But um, if you... Uh, were to write in with any of your emails in the future and uh, tag or rather link a picture, attach a picture to your email with permission stating that we can post it to our Momster Squad page. Yeah. Um, give us, you know, the rights to post your photo. You have to write that down for us. Yeah. Um, and we will gladly post your photo to... Facebook, uh, TikTok, YouTube, um, maybe link it with the clip of, of your story. Um, again, we are going to progress um, more technology-based as we grow here, but it would, it, you know, we're, we're asking where you're from. None of you have told us today. <laughs> so I know asking for a picture is probably really freaking huge, but for you brave ones that, you know, it, it would be cool. I'd be interested to put a face with a name. So, um, thank you again, Carson, and um, just make sure if you're super tired that you don't fall asleep with, you know, a big bowl of soup in front of you, because A, we don't want you to burn, but B, we don't want you to drown. <laughs> uh, Jennifer, if you'll carry on with story number eight. Okay, so first I'm going to apologize if I don't say your name right. Jamalaya? Capital J A M E L A H. Jamela? Jamela? Jamela. I say Jamela. 
Jamila. We'll go with that. Jamila. Okay. So if again, wrong, you can always write in and correct us. And we do apologize. You assholes fucked up my name. <laughs> my daughter asked if she could have my toe ring when I die. I told her. Wow. I told Sounds her. Sounds like Brayden. <laughs> I just wait, because it will. I told her she could, and then she asked how she would get it off. But oh my before God. I could respond, she said, I'll just cut your toe off. <gasps> I told her that part wasn't necessary, and she said, I still want to cut it off. Then I'll have the ring and the toe it was on. That does sound like Brady. That's what I said. I said, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that definitely sounds like yeah, because Brayden will say things all the time. She'll be like, no offense, but when you die, I'm like, why do you always talk about us dying? She's like, well, I don't want you to, but, you know, I, I have to be prepared, right? I mean, so that's a good thing, but I'll admit, Brayden's never planning said. planning a little too much. <laughs> Brayden has never said she was going to cut off a digit or anything else for that matter. I'm worried she might be the cause of the death <laughs> with the ice pick between the eyes. Um, but actually, um, taking my body parts once I'm gone. Oh, Jamela, I'm so sorry. Which toe is it? <laughs> it's usually the toe next to you. Well, either it can your be middle the middle toe, toe or yeah. the middle toe next to your big toe. But I don't know. Um, <laughs> um, sleep with one eye open or get cremated. Uh, if you want to keep your toe with you when you're married, then I would take it off now because tomorrow <laughs> is not promised. Just give it to her now. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Jamala, thanks for writing in. Thank you. Um, I think we're moving away from yours real quick because you freaked us worth the fuck out. <laughs> um, where? See, you didn't tell me where you live. Maybe our kids should meet. Maybe not, because we're going to plan together. Oh, oh, plan our untimely demise. Uh, Sorry, Jamala, I guess I don't want to meet you. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, our last and final mom story of episode 30 is from, hey, hey, Michelle in Dallas, Texas. <laughs> Michelle, you freaking rock. Yeah, complained the whole time. We actually got one. <laughs> yeah, buddy. The grand finale. Michelle from Dallas, Texas. I love Texas. I've never been. Me neither, so I don't know. Again, I we... was 12, so I could change now, but when I was 12, I loved the Momster Squad needs to go on the road. We need to go on a Momster. We should take a yearly Momster. Just the three of us. Nobody else. Go on no a kids. You said that when you're all wasted. Memorial Day of 2020. I have video. That's what you sounded like. <laughs> But All it's right. fun to go on. I can't wait for you to not be pregnant again. I know. <laughs> it's on. It's my time. On to like shine. Donkey Kong. And we'll definitely record and post that. I okay. don't know why I'm holding my phone next to my head like I'm talking into it. The text to talk. <laughs> All right, back to Michelle. Uh, Dallas, Texas. We finally know where someone's from. She says, My son came home with a stomach bug. I waited on him hand and foot. Soup in bed and copious amounts of television made him feel better. 
Then I got hit. It was coming out of both ends. My sweet little guy ran around the house naked, screaming, Mommy's a volcano! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Oh, man. Ah! (laughs) Uh, Yeah, been there, done that. Um, Minus the volcano part. Yeah, I haven't had... My kid run around naked calling me a volcano. You must have had it bad. Like, real bad. Did you make it to the toilet? Oh, I hope so. I don't know. (laughs) I've had it at times where I was, like, drunk and I was throwing up that I peed myself. But not... I was so drunk one time I went to the restroom and pulled down my pants but not my underwear. Sat down and peed through my underwear. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to throw my underwear out, but... Um, I'm, I'm not coming to any, other than when I was pregnant, uh, I threw up probably every day from, God, I would say probably about week 10 until, uh, week 37 when I had given birth. I threw up the same exact day that I went in for the C-section, we, we have some disturbance over here. <laughs> There's a yellow flag on the play. Jennifer is playing peekaboo and scaring Riker. <laughs> so they're a little distracted, Michelle. I'm sorry. Sorry. The best I can tell you. Um, so first of all, being pregnant, there were many times that I would be on the toilet and, uh, you know, get. What do they call the sickness when you're pregnant? Morning sickness, sickness, what they call it. It doesn't just happen in the morning. That's bullshit. But there actually is uh, some women where they're sick the entire pregnancy. There's an actual, (laughs) but there's an actual name for it. It Um, is. Well, I'll have to look up it. Yeah, I'll look it up. You can look it up now. But um, there were quite a few times where I would be on the toilet and. I would have the sickness come over and it it would either just go all over the floor or uh, the trash can, but down the sides. Um, Well, when I was pregnant with Riker. I made it in the sink a few times. John was constantly cleaning up. Yeah, when I was pregnant with Riker, there was a few times where I'd be driving to work and I just, I didn't have anywhere to throw up. So I just threw up on myself and then I'd call my boss and be like, I'm going to be late. I got to turn around and take a shower. Oh, I remember you telling us that. Um, do Do you shart? No, No, just you. I was like, no. So it's hyper m gravity. Show with me. (laughs) I was trying to do the how you pronounce it. Where is it? I'm not. Hypermesis gravidarum. Hyper. Hyper emesis gravidarum. Interesting. Which means excessive vomiting during pregnancy. It usually follows a similar timeline to normal morning sickness, but it can go longer sometimes lasting for the whole pregnancy. Me. Uh, but, yeah, I've sharted, and I'm... <laughs> no, I can't believe I'm sharing that, but you want to know what? We're going to talk about bodily functions. Michelle, grand finale, is a goddamn volcano. <laughs> so clearly we know I have a visual. Yeah. Okay, so, um, yeah, I was 
in line in my car for something and I my stomach rumbled so you know I kind of leaned to the left and <laughs> tried to squeeze one out and I got more than I bargained for <laughs> I was so glad I was in the car behind her and not in the same car God. and I was so glad I had paper towels in my car <laughs> and I wasn't I didn't have anybody parked on the sides of me so I was able to unbutton my pants in a very awkward position and shove paper towels and clean up. And it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't good. But I can <laughs> And she called me to let me know. What did I call you or did I text you? No, you called... Oh, you might have texted me. I think me. I texted you, yeah. though. I just shart with a poop emoji. <laughs> uh, I can tell you something that I literally just witnessed two nights ago. Oh, God. <laughs> um, one of my cats... So we have five cats, as I've mentioned before. We have two litter boxes, and their uh, location is in our master bathroom. It is big enough uh, that it's not a pain. Um, it's out of the way from, you know, the rest of the house. It's not, you know, an eyesore or whatever, but it is in front of the master bathroom toilet. You have enough leg space and what have you. Well, all of a sudden, one of my cats, Captain, it's not like I have to keep him anonymous, uh, Captain all of a sudden bolted to the litter box, and I'm on the toilet. I don't know if I was pooping or not. I definitely wasn't a volcano, but he sure the fuck was. Um, just out the back end, and he went in and went, you could hear it, and hear the squishy juiciness of it. Mm -hmm. Didn't even make it in the litter box. Oh. His four paws were in the litter he box. Cried. But his ass and his tail were hanging out, and it all ran down the front of the litter box onto the uh, mat that I have in front of it. And I was like, oh, well, that almost made me puke. I was like, what? <laughs> so, um... Kind of a, what would that be? Two erupting volcanoes at once. Like when you see somebody yawn and then you yawn too because it's contagious. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least your cat tried. I know, right? Better than some humans. Didn't succeed. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Who was that? That was Michelle from, from Dallas, Dallas, Texas. <laughs> Thank you for your story. Yeehaw! I hope you're feeling better. <laughs> uh, thank you for everybody who um, wrote, wrote in. Yes. Um, we always find this entertaining, so please continue to write in. And we hope that we represented you and your stories in a proper fashion, that mm -hmm. you're pleased with how our commentary went before, Becky's. during, after. <laughs> Becky! <laughs> Alright, as always, you can follow our social media pages. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, The Monster Squad, at uh, Monster Squad. Um, Instagram and TikTok, the underscore monster underscore squad. And then any mom stories or topics that you would like to share, please email us at themonstersquad at outlook.com. In the title, put topic or mom story, and then let us know if you would like us to use your name. Um, where you're from. You can at least Becky complained the whole I mean, thing. <laughs> come on, let us know where you're from. Y'all gave us your names. You didn't want to remain anonymous, but maybe they would have wanted to remain anonymous if they had exposed their location. So I, I get that now that I'm talking it out loud. <laughs> um, but I, I'm 
we're all curious. We want to know where we're reaching, who we're reaching. And again, we can't thank you enough Mm -hmm. for listening to us and writing in. We want to see pictures. (laughs) All right. Or if you would like to remain anonymous, anonymous, (laughs) you can do so as well. Other than that, thank you for listening to The Mobster Squad.